0: Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, topic today, you make your money by holding for 30 years.
1: Thanks, Michael. This this is probably one of those podcasts that's going to be more of a rant of me <laughs> me talking for three minutes, which is good, because I think you're sort of ready for another coffee today. Yeah. So, I, I rem- I, we just bought a house recently, uh, Nick and I, and which, if anyone has... <laughs> Welcome to society, Dallas.
0: Resisting. Welcome to society. You've been serious. resisting it for so long. <laughs> um, so, so now if you've... <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast where I've been on rant about you said it, why I decided to rent again and, yeah. and why it's a good idea for you. Which, it, it could well be. Yeah, um, it, it definitely...
1: It, I would Because you went into this kicking and screaming. I did go into this kicking and screaming. It pains me still to know how much how much this is costing me. The it's true costing cost a lot of money. This, which... I'll do another whole separate podcast <laughs> about the real cost of home ownership in, in some time. But where this, so you, you, everyone's heard of the phrase, um, you know, you make your money when you buy. Mm. And when when you go to buy mm. anything sort of substantial, that's just a phrase that gets rolled out. You make your money when you buy. You yep. make your money when you buy. You make your money when you buy. And it's just repeated. And I thought about it and I realized it's just absolute crap. Mm. It's actually not true. Yeah. No my my reasoning for this is that if you look at cuz it denotes that you you
0: um the saying comes from yep. you've got to buy for a bargain yes yep exactly so so where that saying comes from yep is you make your money when you buy yep you've got to get this for a bargain yep if you, and if you, and buy if you it get it for right a bargain price. obviously yep you you well which which of course would be nice sorry yep. I just thought I would no, clear that, that up because it, it's a great, saying incredible. that
1: some people may not have heard of. No, it might not be. I it's thought good. I would just clear that up yeah, for the so listeners. You, so the, so the, the phrase, you make your money when you buy, yeah, it's exactly right. It implies that it almost, and, and this I think the dangerous thing about it, it implies that it doesn't matter what you buy and it implies that it doesn't matter what you do after that. You make your money when you buy. Now, for most people, and where this was kept getting spouted the other day was when we were, when we were discussing with people the fact that we were buying a house. People would say you make your money when you buy it and then they tell the story of yeah well you know we bought our house 30 years ago for you know fifty thousand dollars and mm. now it's worth 450 mm. and it's a weird thing that people hold in their in in their head and to me those are conflicting thoughts so mm. if you bought it f- bought anything for 50 grand and now it's worth 500 does it actually matter whether you bought it for 50 or 60 or 40 it, mm. it really doesn't it just no. doesn't it does not matter if you if you buy the right asset and and again i'm not saying that a house to live in is the right asset but i'm saying mm. whatever you buy if you buy it and you buy uh the asset that's right for you that you need and that you need to, that you are going to hold for the next 30 years you will make money out of that mm. now if you buy the wrong asset, or you buy something that you didn't really need, or you buy something that you can't hold for thirty years, or that you're not willing to hold for thirty years, then then you need to buy a bargain. Then you need to do all sorts of shenanigans to try and pick the time to get in and get out, and you know 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 a bloke who's got this special deal here, or some you know tricky way to finance it, or something like that. But for most people, where this where this phrase comes from is when they buy their house, and we've touched on this before people's attitudes or people's uh, behaviours around uh, their, their home are the perfect behaviours when it comes to investing, mm. which is that they look at a place, they, they really think deeply about it. They go, right, this is the place that I want to own for 30 years. Mm. They go, they buy it. Whether they get a bargain or not, it, it's not, it's not completely irrelevant, but it's pretty well irrelevant. And then they just hang on to it for the next, for the next 30 years. And then at the end of 30 years, they pay over that 30-year time frame generally they pay no attention to what the price does. They just don't care yeah. because, they, because they know it doesn't matter. They want to keep it for the next 30 years. All of a sudden they pop their head up in 30 years' time and the thing that they bought for 50000 is now worth five hundred or whatever the equivalent is. And, and, and often when people tell you this, and they go, I bought this house for and it's now worth 500000 or I bought this thing fifty, or I bought into this business or I bought these shares. When you look back and do the percentage returns on that, it's often not that great. You know, they might have only got a no. 3 or a 4 or 5% rate of return. <laughs> but the point is, they didn't interrupt that compounding. They just held it for 30 years. So even if it doesn't, you know, it matters what percentage rate of return you get. But if you get a decent rate of return for 30 years, that's going to be a way better financial result than if you buy something and you get a 10% rate of return for one year. And then you, and then you sell and move out and move on to the next shiny object and you, you go over and do something else with that money.
0: So. Yes. Um, look, if people did treat the ownership of the best company, the best, well, you know, yeah, the best companies of Australia and the world, if they tr- if they treated the ownership, yep. identical, yeah, identically to the way they treated their house, yep. then then that makes a lot of money. Yes. We've just done that yeah, the yeah, podcast the yeah. where we compared CBA um, shares, your city house prices and CBA shares. so, yep. so what works with people with property yep. is that. By its very nature, you have to buy a lot of it. Yes. So you know what I mean, so, yep. so number, you've got significant skin in the game because yep. you've had to to buy a lot of it. Yep. It's illiquid. Yep. Because so you, you can't sell
1: out. the bathroom. Yep. Or you so can't it, sell the front if, if the price stairs not, for If you need dollars later, you don't. You, you're at no risk of panicking and you're
0: not, selling. You're not going to panic and you, sell. You've got to have somewhere to live. It's illiquid. You can't it. you can't fiddle with it. You yep. can't just take some yep. if you need yep. some money. Yep. And. Like you said, it tends to be a 30-year decision. Yep. Um, my wife's pregnant. Let's buy this house. Yep. That okay, you pop your head up. Yep. Um, 30 years later when your third child yep. is 22. Yep. And has decided to... Yep. to they've graduated from uni and left. Yep. So, it's yep. a 30-year decision. That's right. And it's time in the market... Yeah, not timing of the market, yep. which is another um, feature, classic yeah. saying. Yeah, uh, that that actually makes the difference. So, yep. I, if people were to treat the best quality companies, yep, that same way, yeah, buy enough of it, yep, a la one hundred eighty-two thousand dollars worth, yep, um, back in nineteen ninety-one,
1: yep,
0: uh, of of CBA shares because that's what the average mean yep property price in Sydney was worth at that point in time, yep. Um, didn't fiddle with it yep. over that period of time. Just didn't sell it out, out yep. when they needed money or anything like that. They wouldn't have needed to because they would have got such a dividend. Yep. Uh, but but uh, yep. and and pop their head up thirty years later. Yep. Hey, you know it's worth nearly three million dollars mm. at that period of time. I think from the yep. from the data that we looked at. So, um, uh, yeah, people people tend not to do that yep. because the gr- the good quality companies of Australia and the world they're liquid, mm. as in um you can you can yeah. sell part or yeah. all of them yeah. at a moment's notice yeah. which they're is valued great. every three seconds yeah. while the market's <laughs> open which is which is yeah which is great when you're looking to buy and, yeah. and if you are looking to sell at that point in time yeah it's just noise yes if, yeah. you're, if you're, well, you if you well yeah if you're just holding if, yeah. you're, if you're holding it's just complete noise yeah and it's a distracting noise obviously yeah. when the markets are going down yeah it's- um
1: yeah, so it's it's it, it, it's like yeah. I guess that's the two. If we look at those two comparisons of buying a house to live in versus uh, investing in in companies, buying a house couldn't be without meaning to be. It's it's set up to be the perfect way to make an investment decision, and and buying companies is is set up to make it as hard as possible. It's it's valued all the time. It's you know at the push of a button you can you can get in and get out. There's you know it's reported all the time it's it's easy to track how that's gone over time you you can see exactly what your percentage return mm. was over however many years the um yeah I think that's that's an interesting one the the phrase that I, I love and I've heard about this with like I've got uh, I know a lot of people particularly out out west um, so people off cattle properties that have got money that they've invested and I think there's something in there the type of person that uh, buys a buys a property 50 years ago, cattle property, and then just you know works it for 50 years. Some some of those people have done a similar thing where, and CBA shares are a good example. I know a lot of people out, out west that have just gone right. It's what they call the the coffee can investing approach, where they they bought shares in in CBA or in NAB or in whatever 50 years ago. They got the, they got their share certificate, the physical share certificate. They put it in a in a coffee can to protect it from yeah. the rats and mice and they put it under the bed, and then they just forgot about it. 50 years. Yep. Yeah, that, again, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't not matter. It, it matters what you invest into, but it really doesn't matter what price you paid 50 years ago if mm. you're going to do that. It, just, no. it, it doesn't matter whether you got the top of the market or the bottom of the market or whether you, you know, whether you, all that sort of stuff is just noise over 30 mm. years. And, and I had a similar example. I, I caught myself thinking about this the other day, uh, to use it a different example, so yeah, any long time listener to the podcast know that I, I grew up on a on a little cattle property, and when I was a kid, one of the first things that we got given was a, was a calf. And so you get given a calf every year, as, you know, in lieu of basically child slave labour. Child sort of slave labor. Years. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time I left by the time I left school, you, you had you actually had a fairly substantial herd of cattle. Hmm. Now, so that was that was over sort of twenty years. That, that just compounded out. And there was there was no point in time where you had to make some fantastic decision. You never had to try and pick and choose when to get it. in and out of, the, mm. you know, the, the, where, what I thought cattle prices were doing. You just – you got a calf every year. Yeah. You, that calf had its own calves over time. And over time, that just compounded out, and you ended up with a fairly substantial mob of cattle. Now, mm. in recent years, with cattle prices going up and down, you, you could easily – you watch – we're see, seeing things in the rural industry now. You see a lot of people that are worth a lot of money right now. And mm. they go, Gee, this place got 10,000 cows and, and cattle prices, you know, cow prices have gone from $1,000 to $2,000 a head. He's made a killing. Well, mm. he, it has gone up by a lot in the last two years. But the point is that he started with 1,000 cows 50 years ago and mm. then he just bred up his numbers. He slowly accumulated, bought the place next door, bought a breeder block you know up north he did all those little things just slowly over time and and never sold he he never went gee prices are really good i'm going to sell all my cows now and buy back in or i'm going to do any of that sort of stuff you often find that the people who did that come unstuck because Mm -hmm. they 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 get caught in (coughs) in in a bit of a trap of their own making there so it's the same it's the same behavior and that's i guess what i notice now is that a lot of these cliches around you know getting a bargain or you make your money when you buy it, it the reason i think it's really it's a bit of a siren song is because it implies that you don't have to do the work and mm. and the work is just stay fully invested for 30 years yeah the work is the work is just sitting there yeah. not fiddling with do the, nothing. Doing it, nothing doing nothing and watching you know particularly with things like we were saying with you with your super balance the work is sitting there watching that balance go sideways for five years while mm. you're putting money in or it's watching mm. it drop by 35% during COVID or it's, you know, continuing to put your money in every fortnight even while your balance has grown by 30% in the last 12 mm. months. That's the work that you've got to do. The concept of you making money when you buy, you know, I, I, get, I get the point that, yes, it's obviously better to pay less money rather than more for something that you want mm. to buy. But at the end of the day, I think there's about... Pretty much everything else matters more in investing than than the exact price that you paid and whether you paid 10% more or 10% less at the time mm. that you purchased. Great place to wrap up. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.